0: Welcome back to our very, very last uh, session of our um, Life Leadership and Purpose Challenge. Oh, and uh, it has arrived. and we're talking we're talking tonight about how we can bring everything that we've talked about this week how we can bring it really together now which of course is always the challenge isn't it how to actually bring all these ideas together and really get started and how to make things happen quickly so um, having a, having a plan is great but I'm going to be talking a little bit first of all why having a life plan isn't, isn't actually enough to really get us started. So why not just have a plan? So why do, we, why do we need to do all this extra work? Surely it's just easier to write a quick plan. Well of course you can do a lot with a plan that's for sure. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that but if the plan is quite simple it's easy. But often the people, people who are coming to me th- for help are looking for, for quite drastic changes sometimes, or they're looking for real transformation in some way. They're looking to perhaps make a great contribution to their field. They're perhaps looking to make a great contribution to um, to areas beyond their team, maybe outside even of their area of expertise. So maybe in, in, a, in a completely unrelated area. Um, Quite often in terms of voluntary work um, areas like that, so people are really looking at that bigger picture, which of course is not is not so simple as just writing a to do list. So in your workbook, there is a there is a space for you to write all about what legacy looks like, and and what I find is that legacy seems to come into different categories so the first category is is often becoming an authority in your field becoming an expert in your field and making an impact beyond your organization so that might be independently it might be when you're in an organization or it could be in fact doing both the second, the second uh, area is is often increasingly, I think, leaders are looking at influencing um, the world outside of their professional, uh, outside of their professional area. And that could be, for example, with ecological um, concerns, development, equality, combating poverty, for example. Lots of these areas that people, they really want to have an impact, even if they haven't been doing that in their their first career, as it were. So I would say that uh, that is an important one. It It is complex. Both of those are complex because they require a shift in identity. So when you're starting something very new, when you're working in a different way, when you want to contribute in a different way, it requires a change in identity. And I think it is in these cases where what we've been talking about this week is really important. If it's a case of getting getting a new job the next step up the ladder of course it doesn't need the same doesn't need the same kind of shift in identity usually sometimes it can if it's the shift between doing a very technical role to then stepping into a leadership role for example but if it's if it's basically the same the same kind of field, the same kind of work but you're stepping up um, and you you know the work it's not often the same thing so the two things I think are quite different. I think the, uh, the what's really important there if you, when we're making when we're making those changes when we're stepping into a different identity is that we need to get clarity on what that looks like in practice and that's the tricky bit I think. First of all working out what the purpose is and then really working out what that looks like in practice and I think those two steps are where people quite often get stuck and where they need this kind of that this deeper level of looking at what's uh, what's required so getting clarity around the purpose the mission and values that are going to drive that change is absolutely key and the first step. So part two is all about what is the secret to transforming your life? Well, this is a a big claim, but I do believe that there is a secret. And uh, I'd like to share that with you tonight because I think when we understand this, a lot becomes very, very clear. And it is really changing the way that we see ourselves, the way we see others and the way we see the world. And that means that we need to change the rules that govern our lives. And these rules, unfortunately, often we don't know that those are the rules. We don't see them because they're so ingrained in us. We don't see those rules. And those rules are the things that we believe to be true. So they may be, for example, it might be, um, it might be, well, I believe, I believe that I cannot be a leader, for example. It might be that someone has told me that in the past and I don't believe that that is possible for me it might be um i can't i can't manage this complexity in my life i can't have i can't have a business i can't have a family at the same time i can't manage that so it could be it's these kind of beliefs when we hear the word i can't we need to listen out for that i can't is often a sign of oh well Maybe you could. How could you make that possible? And maybe you can't right now. You can't do it yet. But maybe there is a possibility to put that into place. So watch out for that can't. It's often a sign that there is, there is a belief there that, uh, that we may be not aware of. So changing the way we see ourselves is really key to shifting into that new identity. Because when we want to shift into a new identity, we have to we have to push away those old beliefs that are not helping us. For example, the belief, well, I uh, I'm not um, I don't have the potential to do this and this. Well, I need to get rid of that belief, otherwise I can never step into that. So getting rid of these old beliefs that don't help us, you will have beliefs that do help you. Don't worry, there are many that will help you, but we need to identify the ones that don't help and uh, and really get rid of them. Now this is a, this is a, a very interesting part of coaching, um, and it's called neuro linguistic programming NLP, which you may well have heard of. It's not very new; it's pretty it's pretty old. In fact, it started back in the back back in the sixties and seventies. But it's very interesting because it talks really about this. It's all about programming the way that we're thinking, and we've touched on this a little bit. But I think um, a really useful way is to think about it as your own map. Now, I know that uh, if you think of the map of the world, I'd like you to think of your map of the world. And it's very interesting here because we've got we've got a couple of people in the uh, in the United States. And I'd really like to know, actually, when when you look at a map uh, in the United States of the world, is the United States in the middle of that map? That global map, could you give me a thumbs up if it is? Yes, it is. Wow, yeah, that's really interesting. So, for wherever you are in the world, where you live tends to be the centre of your world. When we look at a map, we—I'm I'm sure you've also seen those wonderful maps that look, to our eyes, very distorted, depending on what they're showing. For example, if they show population, and—and and I've just got one here that I thought was quite an interesting one. That I'm going to share my screen, and those of you who are listening, um, this is a map all about if I can find it very quickly it's it's a map showing where all the McDonald's restaurants are in the world and it's quite an interesting one I can just uh, get it up on my screen quickly it's coming Okay, I'm hoping you can see that. Okay, so here you can see the 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 map of map of McDonald's restaurants in the world, and you can see where the uh, you can see where many of them are uh, based over North America, Europe, and you can see where there are very few. Notably, Africa you can see is just uh, uh, on this map is very very small. So you can see the distortion, and I'm sure you've seen lots of maps like that before that show the distortion um, that that we have as well, that we see the world in a different way, depending on our map of the world. And this, in a sense, is what NLP is all about. It's about us discovering what that distortion is. Because, like our map of the world, those of us in Europe we're used to seeing Europe in the middle. Those of us in the United States we're used to seeing the United States in the middle. So, and this changes our perception of the world. We have the impression that we are in the middle of it. But of course, uh, it's great that everyone feels they're in the middle of it. That's that's a great start. But of course, everyone's truth is different and my map of the world is not the same as your map of the world but we need to understand our maps but we also need to understand other people's maps as well and especially when we want to take these big steps that's also part of it Uh, often often at some point it's about understanding other people's maps of course so what what your map shows you really what you believe is possible so, and what you believe is true. So the fact that we see uh, um, the countries where we live in the centre of the world, we believe that they are the centre of the world. So this is, uh, it shows our beliefs. And for example, if you believe um, if you believe that um, if you believe that you can you only change once you understand everything. Think about that that we that many people do believe that they can only they can only change something in their lives once they have understood. All the, all the consequences, for example, or everything, everything about the situation. They have to know everything about the situation before they change something. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. But you can imagine what that does to the process of change, what that means that that person needs. So what we believe then changes what we feel that we need and that changes what we actually do. So we need to understand what we believe. So how do you do that? So in your workbook, there is a little there is a little space for you to write this. So how do you understand and change your map? So here we're going back to something we talked about earlier in the week. The first thing you need to do is notice and observe yourself. Watch your decisions, watch your thinking, what are you believing when you're making that decision and what do you believe about yourself, what do you believe about the possibilities that you have, what do you believe about the possibilities in the world for you. So watch out for that, notice and observe. The second thing I would say is that you need to notice and, if necessary, change the beliefs that are not helping you, that are not serving you and from talking to, you many, to many of you this week in the, in, the, in the calls that we've had that have been really interesting and, and thank you once again for, for hopping onto those calls it's been really a, a privilege to talk to all of you and I'd like to suggest one statement that you could reflect upon and this is really based on listening to lots of you this week so I hope that it resonates, uh, resonates with you and it is we already have all the resources we need or we can create them. I'm going to say that again. We already have all the resources we need, or we can create them. So I want you to imagine that you believe that, absolutely. And I want you to imagine what that would change for you if you took on that belief what would it what would it say to you every day how would it change your decisions so i think this is a really important belief that for many of us it's a useful one to keep and to nurture and to and to be very aware of so thirdly step 3 Is to really work on your mindset, work on how you're how you're then taking these beliefs and what you believe about about your capacity, how confident you feel, whether you see failure as something to embrace, whether you whether you really feel confident to be learning and to be making mistakes and to be moving forward, to take imperfect action, to take those next steps. And think, how can you function in a way that is going to take you to that level where you can live out your legacy? What do you need? What mindset do you need to get you to that next to that next level? And I'm making a movement going like that. I don't mean a higher level. I mean, often it's a different level. It's where you want to go. What do you need to become? What kind of, what kind of uh, characteristics do you need to develop in order to do that? And that's going to be different for every single person, depending on, depending on where you are right now. And I would like you now to just spend a couple of minutes just thinking about what do you need to do most? Do you need to really observe what you're thinking? Do you need to get more aware about your map of the world? Do you need to change beliefs that are maybe stopping you from moving forward? And that could be beliefs about your own capacity. It could be your beliefs about the world around you as well. Or do you need to really look at your mindset and work on your mindset? What is it for you? So just make a few notes on that if you'd like to. Now, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, I don't really know, that's the time to get on uh, to the phone to me and to have your clarity call if you haven't had one, because I, I promise you that once you have had that, you will have some ideas about what you need to do. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, there is still time to book a call. The link is in the show notes. If you're on the Zoom call, then you will have received the email and the link is in there. So don't uh, don't be shy. You're very welcome to make an appointment. So how does this all work with coaching? Well, at a very simple level, coaching looks at a problem. We find a solution. We've determined what the action is. And then you do it and you evaluate it. That's the very simple kind of coaching. What happens when we add in the NLP is effectively we add in the mindset and the personal development and really looking at that map of the world. We start to change what you believe about yourself. So it's a different kind of coaching. So it's really transforming how how you're thinking about yourself and how you're thinking about your own capacity. And this is where looking at purpose and mindset and stepping into that legacy, as we talked about yesterday, is so important, and this is where the the NLP techniques um, really come in, and uh, and this is this is a really interesting part of coaching because it it takes us into it takes us into a more long term change because the idea with coaching is that you are then able to coach yourself. The idea is then that you can go through basically the process that we've done this week, you can go through that process and you can use it at another time with another issue with another problem so as you go through a coaching cycle like you've done this week or like you do with a coach you start to learn how to coach yourself and that's that's when it becomes really interesting as well so it doesn't stop it's it's about becoming really autonomous in a sense and even though we can still need assistance later on when you start to be able to coach yourself then it, it gives you it gives you another it gives you another Another um, capacity, in a sense, another another skill that you can that you can use in your personal development all the time. And remember, that's not just related to work; it's also related to relationships and uh, everything everything around what you're doing in in your daily lives. That's what uh, coaching can touch. All of those things. So the process we've done this week. What I would like you to do after this session is to go back over the five days and really read through your notes slowly and especially look at the purpose in day one and maybe revise it after these last few days because it is like it is like a circle you need to keep going back to it now particularly after writing the letter as well the letter is a very powerful exercise look at that again and then go back to the purpose and, and then the, the, other, the other two days, Tuesday and Thursday, they start to give you the skills to start to put all of this into practice. And today, really thinking about the map of the world, what you believe is possible for you, that's the final thing. And keep coming back to that, keep revisiting, and take that next step forward. Take that imperfect action. Imperfect action is is the place to start because without taking a step forward we never know what we can do so this uh, this brings us to the end of our challenge, and I really hope that you have enjoyed it. I have absolutely loved having this week with you it's been it's been a real privilege and such a pleasure to as I say in particular to have the discussions at the end and also to to speak to you individually has been has been really a, a privilege and and I've, I've loved having the conversations and seeing you discover what your next steps are and and I really hope now that you are you feel ready to start living out your purpose. That's what I would like you to feel or more ready anyway than you were um, on Monday. If you would like more support and to do that and you'd like to work with me, now is your chance. So the doors for our June and July um, dates, starting dates, are closing on Wednesday. So do get in touch if you'd like to book your place. So I'm available this weekend if you want to talk over it a little bit more um, and to, to really have a bit more detail about that. And you can book directly using the link that I'll send out later. Um, on the back of on the back of the workbook, you will see how to stay in touch. And you'll see our podcast. So the podcast where you've already seen the links, there are lots of episodes in there. And many of those, I think you will also find very useful. There's one or two in particular that have talked about values and purpose, in particular, one that I did very recently with Jonathan Waddingham. So if you'd like to hear someone talking about how purpose has changed uh, the, the work environment, he talked a lot about that that was just uh, i think that was the, the last one or the or the one before so um, do do look back in the podcast for other for other episodes that you may find uh, very useful there's also one that I was thinking for a couple of you who are thinking of starting your own businesses or starting your own businesses there's one quite near the beginning about being an entrepreneur and and how uh, how um, how they started that journey so that was uh, Jocelyn Latif that you might want to look at that that episode that's a, that's a really nice one about her journey and how she how she really kept she kept the purpose very clear in her mind and how she moved forward at the same time she kept her her teaching career going and she's still doing the two things at the moment so that's also interesting to see how how people combine things and how people transition from one thing to another as well so you'll find uh, her you might find her her episode also interesting so do connect with me if you're not already connected so I'm on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn which I think I'm connected with most of you on LinkedIn I'm also on Facebook um, I have a YouTube channel but it's not really up and running but if you if you want to go and check that out you can uh, uh, have a look at that and finally I'd just like to say thank you so so much for coming we will have a little bit more time on zoom to talk about uh, about the NLP aspect and really looking at the map of the world and what you think about that and whether that's helpful and for those of you listening on the podcast thank you for joining us and uh Thank you and hope to see you again soon. So for those on Zoom, I'm just going to stop the recording there. Just one moment.